Oh, oh, what's up, foreign family? <laughs> Welcome to the huddle where we burn our lips on coffee. Now we come come to you every Tuesday, three o'clock central, uh, to discuss maintaining forward progress in your flooring career. Here today with me, as always, at least one of them. <laughs> almost always. Almost always. But at least one of them is Daniel and Jose from Preferred Flooring in Michigan. And um, so welcome. Uh, today's kind of special. We don't talk. I mean, we reference Go Carrera. Uh, we talk about it. You know, we obviously promote it. Um, but today we're going to do a deep dive. And this is going to be a two-part series. So if you're an installer on here, we're going to be talking about companies um, and the benefits to companies and, and why Go Career exists for companies. Um, we wanted to give an extra week. We were actually going to start with installers, but wanted to give an extra week to do some promotion and try to get as many uh, installers on the uh, live uh, stream, wherever that is, to um, chime in, ask questions. We're hoping that we can get a lot of questions next week. So if you've joined us here today and you're an installer, feel free to stay because you'll learn some things about why on the company side. Uh, but next week's important. It would be really great if we could get some interaction and some um, discussion live. Uh, you know, we get a lot of uh, views uh, on the various channels whether it's Facebook or LinkedIn or YouTube. And by the way, like and subscribe uh, on YouTube. Um, but it's going to be a real, I'd love for it to be interactive so you can challenge us. Like, well, why do you do this? Or why do you do that? And uh, let us let us answer. And if we, um, I'll, if maybe I'll do we'll my discuss. Best. I'll do my best to do that. The whys, uh, I'll do my very best because because I, I was in that position for a little while and now yeah. it's it's great to, yeah. have, to have uh clarity as to what go career is and, and, and yeah and my apologies and why it even exists why. right yeah no, why, why is it even here so starting today talking about companies so you know go career came out of a desire for flooring companies to be able to kind of understand what the installer can can do um, and have some uh, assurance if they don't know who you are as an installer as a, a company doesn't know you intimately like work with you every day or something um, what usually happens is you kind of go into their office you're trying to get work you sit across the desk from them they talk uh, you talk and and so the company installer have a conversation and try to uh, decipher the abilities of that installer. That's what you do as a company. We want to make sure as a company that you can actually do the the work that we're gonna um, you know give you or award you. Um, so the whole purpose of Go Carrera is existence was to try to shorten that time frame and then allow companies to work with installers based off of a off of their profile so what have they done what have they done in their past and their so their true skills and experience so we created an algorithm took three years to get done 
Uh, it's patent pending both in the US and international. And that algorithm gives the installer a skill score. That skill score is based off of a ton of factors. That algorithm is very dynamic, but in essence, what it does is display the true skill and ability of the installer to the company so that the company sight unseen, meaning I don't have to know you face to face. I can look at your profile on Go Carrera and decide if you're going to be able to do my work or not. So I can publish a work order to the network as a company, set my hammer rating, my skill score to what level I think it, this job requires. So like a vestibule of carpet tile, I may put it, I may not even put a hammer rating on that, honestly. Uh, but let's say a simple backsplash, I might put it at a half hammer, uh, you know, but a flash cove, six inch flash cove heat weld with, you know, a serpentine freaking pattern through the middle that the designer thought would look like water running under the operating table or whatever they think of, uh, I may need a three hammer guy Actually, like and, and resilient. <laughs> What's that? I said I like that idea. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do it. Don't tell any designer to do that. Um, but yeah, so it just requires a higher level of skill and a higher level of training and experience. And so that might be set at a higher uh, hammer. The, ben the benefit to installers uh, is going to be really deep dove into next week. But the benefit to the companies, uh, which is our main discussion today, is when I shoot the work order out to the to the network and I put my hammer rating on, the I know that I'm only going to get re returned back to me the guys that have that hammer rating or above which obviously is a benefit to the installer because the higher uh, skilled installers are doing the higher skilled work. And frankly, it pays more. And those are the guys that should be doing the job. Uh, that's how I think most, I know that's how I feel. Uh, I believe that's how my, my cohorts feel. And, um, you know, we want to give the goal for any installer, like most installers don't want to do a bad job, but they want to make money. And so sometimes they overreach. Is that fair? That's that's a, that's a fair assessment. And to say that we haven't done that at some point, uh, we we would 100% be lying yeah. to you. And we've talked about this before yeah. too, right? It's the, uh, what we were saying, the difference was, is that we actually went through and said, okay, yeah, we can do this. But then we researched it ahead of time instead of showing up to the job site and being like, Let's figure this out while we're here. Yeah, yeah. We try to do some hands-on prior to, but. Well, I've overreached before. And then actually I, we did, I won, I overreached and got a big protect all job long before I ever got certified or before we had anybody certified. And I was like, she's, we better get some guys on a plane heading to Michigan, you know, <laughs> and we got, we got trained and certified before the job ever came around to actually install. That's okay. What, yeah. What's not okay, uh, I mean, that's acceptable. At least you're getting the training on the specific product. What what puts all of us in, I don't care if you're a company or an installer, what puts us all in a bad position is when an installer does a job that he's not qualified to do and he or she is not qualified to do and then doesn't just tell you 
right? And I've had this happen multiple times over 20 years. And I've lost clients over it. I, I've talked on this podcast about a client I lost because a guy really said everything I wanted to hear sitting across the table from me um, that made me believe he could do the the sheet vinyl, the Flash Cove uh, sheet vinyl in a birthing center. And um, it was so bad that by the time our uh, field operations guy gets out there and looks at it, I mean, he's calling the demo machine trying to beat the uh, owner from seeing it. So, I mean, it was bad enough that we were trying to tear it out before the owner even seen it. So, you know, we didn't want that to be, unfortunately, the owner did see it, but more unfortunately is they were not, this was an end of year project and they wanted to have a new, a new year's baby, all birthing centers. That's a big day for them. They missed it. I deserve to lose that project and that account. Honestly, I didn't do a good job of vetting that installer enough to give my client the um, the quality project they deserved. And and uh, you know we get we got it right, but at the end of the day, they didn't want to work with with us anymore. Um, that's been oh seven, eight, maybe even ten years ago, but lesson learned um but that's the driver that's the driver uh of all this is knowing who you have based off of not what they say not what an installer says they can do but what the data says they can do and mm -hmm. so but what does this require it requires companies and uh installers to embrace education uh, that's why so often on this podcast, you hear us talk about education, trainings, certifications. And then if you're on Go Carrera and you log all those, it will increase your hammer rating. Um, now, it's not one for one, like you take this and you get two hammers or, uh, you know, you take this training, you get a hammer. It's dynamic, meaning it also requires to know when you took that within your experience, your years of experience. Uh, it also determines which trainings you've gotten before other trainings. So I always give the example of like Schluter's uh, two-day workshop is somewhat um, not needed, like un uh, uneffective for an installer who just started learning how to install ceramic tile properly. Um, you know, waterproofing shower systems should not be something a six month guy that's been uh, helping another guy for six months on tile install uh, to do. So uh, if you're a new tile installer and you took a Schluter workshop, it's not gonna move your hammer rating a lot. However, if you had some more foundational trainings and certifications in place. And then you took that, now it's gonna give you even more. So that's kind of an example of how um, the, the dynamic nature of the algorithm and, and thus the skill score or hammer rating uh, really is. So I have I a thought, question. Um, and I, and I, I already know the answer to this, but I know some people might have a question for this too. Um, the hammer ratings, are they going to be um, uh, 
individualized uh, per se for materials for silos within, within our, our industry. Um, yeah. And then how does that work? Uh, because you don't want someone who can obtain a, a two hammer rating because they have everything but but like no hard tile background or a large hammer rating in a hard surface, but then nothing for soft surface. So um, how does that work out for, for uh, stores to decipher who is best for, for that project? Yeah, thanks for asking. So in effect, I'm actually going to, um, I'm actually gonna maybe for the first time, if I'm allowed to share my screen, uh, just share my screen and kind of show you the, the, re the answer to your question. So in short, each work order um, is going to, let me see if I can get this to, sorry, technical difficulty. I'll share in a second. Let me. Uh, AKA, in, I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> thank you. Uh, it's a little different when you're not the, the actual host at the time of the, um, um, podcast. So oh, yeah. I'm going to send them a quick message to let me share. And so, uh, in essence, the answer to your question though, Jose, Jose, and, and thank you for asking that is you get a hammer rating in each discipline. So it's possible and inevitable actually that you're going to have a different hammer rating in carpet than you do sheet vinyl or resilient. Sorry. So we, we have ma the major disciplines and the way that that works is, you know, whether it's carpet, Carpet, ceramic, wood, resilient, epoxies, concrete surfaces, and floor care. Any of those, you'll have different hammer ratings in each. Um, so each one, you could have, say, a two hammer in resilient and no hammer at all in tile or, you know, in ceramic. So, mm -hmm. yeah, you can have different hammer ratings, which will um, allow you allow a company to work with a guy, the guy in their strengths. So uh, yeah, there's plenty of guys on the platform that have like, you know, a two hammer rating in, in say ceramic tile, but then a half hammer in resilient because they do some LVT here and there, but they're really tile guys. Okay. So another screen. Oh yeah. Let me try that again. See if uh, see if the share screen is going to let me do it. Looks like they're working on it. I just got a chat that they're oh, working on it. So pop right up on mine too. So, so what is your guys's um, you know experience and and uh, over the years? Let's let's imagine one one thing. I want to maybe set the set right. a foundation here is. There's probably around 800 active accounts, a, a couple thousand total uh, active accounts. Monthly active users are, you know, in the lower hundreds of installers. So at scale, this works really well. It's 
And another caveat here is we had such a, I don't know what you'd call it, a dead time. Is that a good way to say it? Uh, where installers were not getting trained after kind of the union started to um, close up shop in different areas. You know, Wichita uh, used to have a floor. The rights to work movement came around and stuff like that when it was like not all unions and then more small businesses started popping up and try to think that they could do what the unions did but can't <laughs> yeah it was like when unions left areas um and there was plenty of non-union areas way back then and as well but the training is what i think kind of fell apart a lot you know they had these training centers all over the nation um a lot of entities like uh cfi and um and um uh the ctef and the these organizations started training and i can't speak to the exact timeline but they were train doing trainings and stuff still but there is a dead time where the and pair with this, the at the rise of more subcontract labor. Like I remember when I started, I started as an hourly employee, and subs were in the early '90s, uh, mid '90s, were there. They just weren't as prevalent as today. Like in Wichita, I'm the only company, Stewart Associates, my flooring company, is the only company that has any employee installers. Everybody else uses subs. Now we use subs too. Don't get me wrong. We use plenty of them, but we also have 12 or 15, uh, I'd have to check with my COO, but like 12, 15 ish, um, in-house employee benefited health insurance, vans, you know, equipment installers. Then we have probably 75 to a hundred, somewhere in that range of actual true subcontractors who uh, provide labor services to us. That is, I mean, that's a lot in just Wichita. And that's in 20 years, you know, 25 years. It's almost non-existent employee installers. You go down to Texas and I would, I would say of the companies I've talked to, I'll bet you 95 to 99% of them are 100% subcontractor. Um, there's a lot of places even where unions are pretty heavy where there's still a lot of subs. So um, the point here is that all this kind of came together at the same time. And so we ended up with a pretty large population of subcontractors that were under-trained. You know, if you talk to the old guys, you guys go to a lot of shows. So if you've ever talked to an old installer and they, they kind of talk about the installation quality back in the day compared to now. Oh, yeah, 100 percent. And it's one of the conversations, too, that we probably had a few times where, uh, like you said, the right to work and it, it kind of got separated. Unions kind of went to their own side um, and there might have been a couple of guys from the union that came out, started training a few and then it got the training and knowledge got diluted so to speak right so we got it watered down as it went on and then not even as it went through the generations well yeah not only that it's uh 
you still talk to some of these older guys and they still have that mindset of if I tell you how to do it, you'll take all my work and then I won't oh, have yeah, any work. Yeah, that too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and look where that's got us. We got a bunch of old guys and no young guys to do the work. <laughs> no young guys interested, right? Because nobody was teaching anyone else and they were trying to keep it for themselves. And, and, and then, well, um, doesn't this speak a little bit to what Daniel brought up? I don't know, maybe three or four podcasts ago about subs hire another, like the 1099 chain. Yeah, right. <laughs> like, how many links can we put together to get a job hey guys, done? In, instead of having employees, let us six people all get our own businesses and then we'll all sub to each other kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. And mastermind and then that one pays all of them or the other guy gets a job, pays the other guys. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I think are, that uh, yeah, just right for, now in the presence of floor God, he's watching on LinkedIn. Hey, hey. All right. Um, I think that there's a delusion that happened, like maybe the grandfather was union trained. And then mm -hmm. as the unions kind of um, did what happened, and this is not a knock on unions at all. I'm just saying what happened. I mean, they used to be in more areas. Um the grandpa got trained, maybe the union uh, left that area, and then the grandpa trained the son or the nephew or whatever, and then he was still pretty good, but then he trains the next, like, as you go through the generation, it's just like that game we play in, in elementary where you say a phrase to somebody, and then by the time it gets around to you, it's a total different phrase. It yeah, just gets yeah. diluted. Look at it like so, a family recipe. Like if, if you don't have a family recipe written down and you're just going by, oh, this and this and taste. Little pinch of this. You're, 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 yeah, you're going to forget something. Uh, eventually, if it's not written down, you can't duplicate it. And that's yeah, your spaghetti's going to be different eventually <laughs> <laughs> or whatever. The sauce. The sauce is yeah, going to be different. The sauce is going to be different. And we we got to write, we got to get something like that. But I guess I, what, what it all boils down to is that bringing awareness to the skill set so that way companies are aware of the abilities of the installers at a glance, so to speak, right? And you, you're only communicating with the, the companies who are able or the individuals who are able to do that type of work comfortably. Yeah, the, the, the trade partners that you're uh, looking at working with, and, and the longer they, they, they work in Go Career, you also get the other metrics, like every yeah. time a company does a job with uh, – a, a trade partner you you as the company can give them kudos and those kudos are saying hey you did a great job and on that great job you have to say why and we track five metrics professionalism attitude dependability punctuality and exceptional quality that's the kind of the five most in, on our surveys over the course of a year, those were the five most important things to companies, right? You want a professional, you want someone with a good attitude, you mm -hmm. want someone who's going to show up when they say, uh, you know, so uh, dependable, and then you want them to be punctual on that. Like, yeah, I'll be there Thursday at, at eight, but they show up at 1130. So that's the punctuality piece and then exceptional quality. And so you get to, a company can see why a guy's getting those metrics. Like we're going to make that uh, visible to the company that's imminent. 
we're almost done with that feature. So we had to gather the data and now we can publish that to a company. So you see where is this guy getting or this this trade partner uh, getting their, their kudos from. Um, we're also going to be adding a um, kudo tip. Um, and that's when the installer just knocks it out of the park for you. Your trade partner just absolutely crushes the job. Hey, put your money where your mouth is. Give them an extra 50 bucks or next, you know, an extra 100 bucks when they do a great job for you. And we want to give that mechanism uh, available to companies. And then imagine you're looking at an installer who says done 100 work orders from a company's perspective. They've done 100 work orders across the network. They've gotten 60 kudos and 10 kudo tips. Well, that would be a heck of a high performing guy. I mean, he's got That's over 50% kudo rating. He's got like a 10% kudo tip rating. And that would be, you could feel pretty good if he has the hammer rating you need uh, that that trade partner is going to do a good job for you. And that's the kind of um, uh, assurance that GoCareer gives to the company. Another question I have, like, because uh, because that's what I'm going to do is I'm going to have these questions. Like, uh, thank you. Um, so, as someone who is hiring the trade partner, is there a way for me uh, to put my experience working with the individual or the crews um, as a person hiring them? Like, was it pleasant for me to work with them as well? Um, you know, someone can do a bang out job, um, but not communicate well with uh, the person who hired them um, to do the work. Um, and I'm only asking this because of a couple of past experiences. And, and you mean so? So as the company, you publish a work order, do a job with the guy mm -hmm. and you want to say whether he did a good job or not for you? I want to say whether like uh, because once they're on the uh, individuals on the Go Career Network, like um if they're not getting good kudos, then you want to know that, right? But if you're another company who uses the network or or somebody else, uh, you want to see what the rating is too as far as workability with the company. Are they reading the work order properly? Are they executing everything on there? Do they just yes. just thinking out loud kind of thing? And, and Yeah, so we never gave a, you know... This has come up quite a few times. Um, we never gave a negative, a way to uh, give negative feedback. We figured that if you see a guy um, that is done a hundred work orders, but only gotten 10 kudos, and then you look at it, the, why he got his kudos okay. and they were all for all, all 10 of them were for say exceptional quality but he's not gotten any kudos for punctuality or whatever. We feel like that tells a pretty good story. Um, you know, I, I could have my mind. Negative. You're absolutely right. That is awesome. I, kind of, I, I could have my mind changed on that where you could, what, what we didn't want to do and what I, I won't do is like give this open forum for someone just to have a bad day. The installer maybe had a bad day on top of that, Right. Like I remember one time, I'll give you a quick example. I remember one time I did this, um, this um, uh, attorney's office, lawyer's office. And I, it was during my wife's pregnancy and she had really bad ones, like literally died once with my son during pregnancy and they brought her back. 
And so I was always kind of just trying to get the job done that I had to get done that day. And there's a period in my life I was not like, I didn't care if the owner wanted to talk to me. I was there to do a job. So my attitude probably sucked. And I was only, you know, 20 some low 20s, like 20, 21. So I kind of was a little jerk anyway. But you add to the fact that I had that life stress on top of that. And I did a bang out job from a qualities perspective. I wasn't disrespectful, but I was not very like talkative. And this was one of those clients that would come and ask you questions while you're installing. Like, hey, why do you do it that way? And I was like, I ignored her most of the time. Like I literally ignored ignored her. I know there's a lot of people laughing with you right now. Like <laughs> Helicopter. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it was definitely a hover move. <laughs> she was a hovercraft. And what's even worse, uh, I wish I could tell her sorry, <laughs> was she was super nice. Like you get some of those and I've had the ones that are hovering you and they're doing it just to like point out, try to catch you doing something that they somehow as an attorney knows is not the proper technique or something well especially these days when everyone can find out everything on youtube they just watch a video and be like hey the guy on youtube was doing it this way why are you doing it like that yeah yeah so those are uh the worst kind she was the nice kind she just seemed to have a genuine curiosity where i didn't feel like i had the time to explain i just ignored like i was deaf which was the wrong thing to do if anybody's watching everybody, or I should say for everyone who's watching, but, uh, but that's what I did. And I got the, the call went back to my office, just completely dissatisfied with me. So the company goes out, uh, my boss goes out, looks at the job. It's like, you must've been a real jerk to produce a job like that and get someone to call us. And I was like, so I explained to him, um, but at the end of the day, I did, you know, if you put that out on the internet, right. Boom. Like he sucks or he's just a bad it's attitude. Forever. Yeah. It's there. And now it's on this installer's profile for other companies to see when maybe two people had a bad day. What's the truth of the deal, right? The truth is I did a really good job on that project. The truth is that that project was, uh, you know, lasted. There was no punch list and the, the job, you know, no callbacks for a year. We never, right? We continued to do work at that uh, same office building for other tenants. Like it was a good job. I was just kind of a jerk and I admit that. But at the end of the day, should that live with me? Should that harm my ability to earn? And maybe I'm biased here and it's because of that experience that I didn't want to implement a negative thing. And I'll be honest with you, that's one of the beliefs in my head of why I didn't want to have companies just on their dog and installers. Because maybe so anyway, I was a great way to go about it too, because because you're right. Like instead of putting one negative thing on there. Let the percentages speak for themselves. And it's the same thing for, for stats for a professional player, right? It, they use stats for to speak to their ability. And that that's that's our 
Yeah, when you see a 300 batting average, you don't think, God, he's 70% sucky, you know? <laughs> <laughs> you know, <laughs> you're like, he, he he's maintained that for 10 years. He's probably going to go to the Hall of Fame. <laughs> so we look at like the kudo rating and about that 50% has proven to be like you're starting to become not only elite in your skill set, but elite at applying your skill set at about that 50 to 55% rate. And that tells a good story to me. I mean, I think that gives enough data. I mean, I'm open. Tell me, what is your thoughts? Do you think that's uh, maybe we could, there, there is a possibility you could say, where did, where could this installer improve and then give them five or six things? I think even if you did that and made that private to the installer, like, yeah. hey, you did a great job, but this is what we're seeing where you could improve. That way it's, you know, it's not public and that way they have some constructive criticism to work with, right? Right, and it's-, and it's So installer view only. Yep. And uh, do you, you still, and hey guys, you're 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 watching uh, Go Career Development right now because we're kind of <laughs> talking about something that might come uh, as a right. new feature. And that's what people need to realize too, is that, you know, we're go careers at a spot where you need the feedback in order to, to provide a product that everyone wants to use. Yeah. And I don't yeah. think that's what, what people understand that, you know, cause when usually when you're buying something, it's I'm buying this so I can use it and it sucks. So I'm just not going to use it anymore. You know, there's, there's plenty of places like that. Right. But now you're, you're like, we're, we're still small. Let's get some feedback so we can make the changes. That way we can get the, you know, more people to join because it has to be useful for everyone. It can't just be like, this is what you get. And that's all because. <laughs> yeah, we want, we, you're exactly right, Daniel. We want the feedback. You guys want the feedback. We all right. want the feedback so that we can get better. There's nothing more um, valuable to, a, to us as flooring companies than when our client gives us honest feedback both good and bad and you have to decipher and this is another reason right you have to decipher um how do i say this like just the attitudes thing and that's the part that's so hard when you give an open forum like for somebody just to type in yeah. all these problems you know just to talk out of their mouth and onto a keyboard is it's so easy for it to end up because you're talking personalities and attitudes. So you're not getting to the truth because it's hard sometimes in that case. So if you give, that's why on the kudos, we give five metrics that you can score high in. If we did the same thing, like um, feedback to installer, that, right? That's a great idea. And it stays with the installer. Um, and maybe there's, eight or 10 things on there, whatever the list is. And maybe it's like, you know, be more punctual. <laughs> Some of them are good, just going to counteract what the, the positive on the kudos side is Take like, be more, be dependable, <laughs> but yeah, it could be cleanliness or, and that's where professionalism is at on the kudos side is like, could, you know, appearance needs improvement or something like that, or, um, you know, we, we can brainstorm that thing and come up with, you know, eight or yeah, 10 already, metrics that you can just say, uh, maybe, maybe it could be a score, like a, 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 a one to 20 score on each one of these items as feedback 
to the installer to or the trade partner installer to help them get better, not as something that's going to be on their rating. And you see this stuff all the time on Google. And Google, if you're listening, you got to fix this. But it's like, you know, you got all these five stars and you get this one guy uh, that says, you know, oh, he sucked. He he was this and that. And more than likely with all the positive things, that is just somebody who's angry for some reason. Maybe the guy, maybe he had a change order that the guy didn't like. Oh, he overcharged me. Well, you probably had a legitimate thing. If it's a good installer, it's probably legitimate. And you know, those things that you can't you can't read into when you're reading some review online. You know what I mean? Yep. So yeah. and Go Carrera is not a public forum. So like the public can't see it, but the people who are gonna hire the trade partners can see it. And so you don't want to what I always was cautious about, and I think you know, you guys. I mean, we've had a freaking discussions on discussions and deep dives and think tank stuff going. I I feel like you're the same way. You don't want to harm somebody's livelihood for a bad day. It's it's, or, it's not. It is. Um, and that's that's it right there. It's it's not up to me to dictate anybody's career path, right? And 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 their ability to provide for their family. They got to do. They got to go somewhere and do it and hey just because it didn't work out here doesn't mean it's not going to work out for so for them somewhere else you know they might not they might have been you know a squirrel trying to live with the chipmunks i guess so to speak <laughs> yeah they get back in there, they need to go find a tree to live with the squirrels you know um well i'm gonna uh go ahead and share my screen I'm gonna, now that i can i'm gonna show you uh kind of the answer Rollins, to your question Rollins says start over i just got on <laughs> Wait, boss. All right. So we can kind of get the rundown on on were you just gonna show what you were talking about earlier? Are you gonna kind yeah, of Yeah, I'll I'll show I'm actually gonna show a little bit of the platform and talk through it here. So um tell me, can you see my screen here? Yep. So this is the Go Career company side, and you're looking at my my company's stuff. So I've got to be careful, obviously, for uh, uh, obvious reasons um, on on what I show in here because there's a lot of financial stuff. But um, I will show you how work orders, for example, um, up in this corner here, you can just create a new work order. And so when I do that, this is where I actually pick one of the disciplines. So it's carpet, it's ceramic, resilient wood. Services is not a hammer rated thing, but we found a lot of demo guys and stuff wanted that there's guys that just do demo and we never figured out a way how to hammer rate demo. <laughs> well, if they own a... a a hammer and a screwdriver, then that starts out your hammer rating. <laughs> so that's what services is. Uh, there's also a few dumpster companies on here that like how it works. They just get this work order to drop a dumpster over at this job site at this time. And then they bill right through the system. It's real nice for them. But epoxy coatings, floor care. 
So uh, in a second, I'll get you guys' opinion. I was thinking about adding inspector uh, as well. But you go through here, you can pick whatever, you know, resilient. And type your job name, you know, uh, you know, XYZ Hospital. I heard about them. I heard they're pretty good. It's a great hospital. You select your facility type. So this would obviously be a major medical if it's a hospital. And then I'm going to type in, uh, you know, just a public summary. Now, a public summary is something that when I publish this, the entire network will see. I don't put my actual job name here most of the time. And that's because, um, like, even on the public job name, I'm actually just say, you know, major major hospital or just hospital here. What I don't want is for guys to go to the job site that haven't been awarded the project yet, right? So here I might just say, you know, uh, flash, and you don't have to do all caps. I'm kind of bad at this. I I do all caps, so I don't have to. Annual rights, so it's no no. So it might be, uh, you know, flash code, uh, four inch sheet. Let me just dig on myself here. <laughs> In birthing center. You're doing pretty you know? good. I didn't see the spell check pop up one time. So then I'll select my date That's range. Awesome. Maybe they're going to start tomorrow and I want them done by Friday or whatever. And then I'll go next. Now, this is the private job name. This is where I'd put, you know, like Wesley Hospital. And then in here, I can put any number of things. Anything I feel like is important, I can copy and paste into this. Um, but a lot of times I'll just put like, you know, um, uh, remove existing LVT or whatever. Yeah, so you do like a removal list, breaking it yeah, down. Yeah, and then I might say skim code. This is how I do it anyway. And then I'll do a little deal here and I'll say, you know, I'm using Ardex feather finish. And then I always like to just highlight my material list, like what materials. And I always use this kind of crazy color there. <laughs> and so I might um, install, you know, Nora, whatever, rubber sheet, and then give the Nora. Thank you. Uh, product. And again, I just pull it that same and highlight it and just keep. Let me stop the share here. No, you is that okay? I'm going to reshare, but let's see if I can reset. Is this okay? Yeah, we can hear you clear now. Yeah. Okay, let me try to reshare, see if I can reset. Maybe my uh, internet's not the best. So I can, you know, just say what the products are. And this, you can put as much as you want. And then I always end it with site contact. 
you know, Jane, <laughs> this is a little callback to Pruitt, Rick James. <laughs> uh, and then I, I'll give their phone number, you know, 316-999, whatever. So, it was five five five. So this is um, and just to, just to be clear, this is only visible to the person who accepted the, the project. Yep. Yep. Okay. This this is the private job details. So this would be, who would. This is where you can get down and dirty. You don't have to worry about the whole network seeing it, but the guy you end up doing the job with, uh, or awarding the job to would get would get to see all of this. Uh, you know, I can add files here. And so I can add any number of, you know, whatever files I wanted to add. Typically, I'm going to add my floor plan, my flooded floor plan, if it's a, you know, pattern carpet or my layout plan, my installation instructions. I'll toss install instructions in here, um, specifically if it's like one of the specialized products. Um, so and then, you know, you can toss your address in. Uh, here it populates um, it'll populate the city and state and then at any time another thing is if I get like interrupted I can save and exit and then I can go back to drafts and find this job. And I'll just show you what that looks like real quick. So I saved an exit, then I'd go to work and I'd go to drafts and there it is right there. And I can jump right back in, come up here, hit edit and get right back where I was at. So the next screen is where you add your items. So like, you know, uh, LVT removal. I've got, you know, 1200 square feet and I'm going to pay, you know, $2 a square foot to, to do it. I pick square oh, footage one. there and then I save, right? And then I'm going to add my next line item, which is, you know, skim coating. And let's say that's going to be 1200 square feet at, uh, you know, 55 cents a foot. And these are just numbers as far as the uh, payout and all that off the, off the cuff here. And then I might do my uh, rubber sheet labor and say, I'm not gonna do the math. Uh, let's just say there's 200 yards. <laughs> And I'm going to pay, you know, let's say 16 bucks a yard. Some people pay by the foot on this stuff too, but pick square yards. And let's say that's the work order for simplicity's sake here. Yep. I go next. I set my hammer rating where I feel like it's going to be, say, I think a one and a half. Um, one thing I have noticed that I would say to all companies is that I've had companies, uh, there's been plenty of companies on the network set this thing at a five for literally like backsplash or something. They like, you don't need it. You're, you're, you don't need a five hammer guy to do a three by six subway backsplash. Like that is a half hammer job. Um, 
But as we have a guideline for this too, that we give to our com to the com member companies. But this job, I would probably put it a you know one and a half. It's not like it's a foot tall um, flash cove, which we did last year at a job. Now the publish radius, if I'm in New York, I might only want to publish this 50 miles. But if I'm in rural Kansas, I might have to go all 500 miles, you know, so I can publish radius. And then I'm going to select which lean release I'm going to use when I publish the job. And I only have one in my company, but there there are companies on GoCareer that have like five or six of these. Right, because you can do conditional, unconditional, partial, full. Well, and even down to like jurisdiction stuff up in okay. uh, the Seattle area, it's like it's in this jurisdiction. So it has to have this certain language in this lean release. So you select which lean release you need the uh, trade partner to execute to get their payment released. And then I'll tag it. Um, and tags are just searchable items. And you could tag it with anything. Maybe I, I've ta I've done a lot of tagging with superintendents names, so that I can go back and look at all the jobs I've done with that superintendent. That's a good idea too. Yeah, um, the stuff you know, you already know it's a major, it's a hospital, so I wouldn't tag it with hospital. Uh, I already know I can search that. There's other searchable things, but I'll use superintendent's name. Sometimes I'll use like I'll go rubber sheet or nor rubber. And then I'll go like Rick James. Sorry <laughs> to everyone. That that's I Dwayne can't finish Fritz. that, but I'm going to. I did right in front of you. Look how. So then I would publish the work order. And I can publish the work order in multiple different ways. I can publish it to employee installers. Uh, so my in-house guys. I can publish to my network, which are guys I've worked with in the past, or I can publish it to the entire network. Now, I'm not going to do this because obviously this is not a real project, but that gives you an idea of the workflow and how easy it is to create a really detailed um, work order for your crews. And so that's that's that. And if I ever want to get out of this and delete this work order, I could just go back to here. And then it's going to let me delete it, or I could save and close, or I could leave without saving it, go back to the draft, to the last saved work order. So in this case, I'm going to delete the work order, and that's that. So I got um, another thing, because I, I want to try to ask questions as if, um, as if I'm new to all that. Now, sure. you had the 500-mile radius on there, right? So say I come across... Uh, an account that requires me to travel outside of that 500 mile radius. Is there a way to communicate that as long as the network is available? I'm saying well, it's a 500 mile, to be clear, it's a 500 mile radius from the zip code of the work uh, of the project. Oh, so the zip code that you, you put in when we were filling, when I was filling that out, it's 500 miles from, from the actual project. So if your job is in, if you're, you guys are in Grand Rapids and your job is in, um, you know, Kentucky, you're going to have the Kentucky address for your job address with the, the job address's zip code. And so it's going to publish 50 miles from that zip code or 500 miles from that zip code. Okay, fair enough. And another note, and we'll get into this next week with installers, but 
just because you're not matched as an installer. Another cool thing about <clears throat> Go Carrera, um, if I can share my screen one more time here, is um, I'm going to go into, see if I could do this without find my uh, risking like competitors watching this that are in my area. But look, I can chat with my installer the entire time. Drop in drawings. This, I asked him for his cuts. He gave me his cuts. Uh, There's another installer that they teamed up on it and I need to split it up. And so it's like, I can chat with them back and forth. They can drop in pictures of the job, uh, problems with the substrate, at, tell me how much a change order is gonna cost. I can create a change order right there in the in the work order. Um, it's really a full work order system that's centered on the skills and experience. And not only that, it's providing a central location of communication for that specific product or project or that relationship. Um, yeah, that's a great point. The, the thing that the reason we have chats where it's at, as you know, is because it keeps the communication about that job with that job forever. Instead of you jumping on a, a text message email, yeah. or an email or something else, and then you're going back in three months trying to find that like message that the installer sent you. We've or been that, there plenty of times. Or like, the picture. You know, the installer like, sent you that didn't shows I email the, you that, and then you're like searching through emails, and it's like, nope. Then you got to search through text, yeah. or 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 you mm -hmm. ask a question on a project about a project, and then you have a conversation about three other projects through that one email, and then Dude, you're that, like, I know we did that, I know, like I remember, but then it's text message is the worst for that. What man. you're explaining, I remember, uh, you know, one of the caveat or kind of like sparks to adding chats was if I went back to a text message with an installer, I was like, yeah, you're good. And he's like, he did something on a job. My, yeah, you're good was talking about the other project, not the one wow. he was actually on. And, you know, it's just like, ugh, there's all these, um, communication thing. So we felt like having the communicate, if you're communicating about your project, may just get on that work order and communicate there. And then it's always there forever. Yes. I mean, the work order I just pulled up is pretty old and it's, it's all still there. And if we do add that other feature that I was talking to you about, uh, I won't, uh, I'll tease it here. It's kind of video, uh, stream video where, eh, I don't see any problem just talking about it, I guess. Yeah. Uh, but it's you can stream video between right out of the application. You can the, the coolest thing I didn't tell you about is at the end of that video call with your installer, for example, and you've taken notes on your screen and shown them things like, hey, make sure to, you know, uh really look at this part of the building because I know. This owner's really particular with their outside corners on these small return, whatever the deal, right? 
And so you circle it and you take a note, pay special attention. At the end of that, we're going to create a full report. It'll have all the video. It'll have all the pictures that you've taken uh, from that video and all the notes and put it in a report and dump it in the chat. And so you'll have this before we started the podcast and gave me an idea, but we we had to roll right into the video. So that's that's why I was like, oh, I'll I'll just, I'll wait. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it's, it's about the, the big picture here is keeping the communication about a job with the job. That's, um, that's worth, worth its weight in gold when there are issues that need to be resolved. You're not no longer doing the, he said, she said, uh, thing everything's there for for you to go back and review or if you're confused you can just revisit it without having to make another phone call again mm-hmm. yeah maybe you don't need to make a phone call you just need to let them know that you know tomorrow afternoon the job's not i you can't start till 1 30 instead of noon just throw it in the chat send it to them let them know you know uh, it, it it alerts them uh i'm going to show one more thing because we're running short on time are we already? Yeah, I know, right? Oh my goodness. So uh real quick out of that, uh, but you can look at the calendar and oh. like the let me go to today. So like if you go say this job is gonna move um a couple of days. I can just drag it and drop it. And if I click yes right now, that installer is going to be alerted that that job's extended. Maybe it starts sooner. Right? And it's yep. that quick and it informs them. Um, another cool thing is for like your field guys, they may not have created the work order, but they can all, they can jump in and just jump to the work order right off of there. And I don't want to show all these work orders because they are our company's yeah. actual work orders. But the point being is the calendar allows you to schedule your guys, look through my network that you've seen is one of the key features of my network is that once you've worked with somebody and you add them to my network or your network, um, you now have their schedule um, right there. Uh, another cool feature that we'll talk about is we're we're gonna allow we're we're working on the code to have an installer be able to use the calendar on their side in the Goker app to book other work. So that when you go in, you know when they're working for somebody else. It'll just say busy because you don't need to know what they're doing, but it'll show that they're busy. So on the on the on the I call it a it's called a calendar, but really it's a scheduler, right? So on the scheduler, it'll show, you know, Daniel Gonzalez and he's busy, but oh, look, he's open on the 15th to the 22nd. I can have him do the job then. Kind of like blackout dates uh, for mm -hmm. credit cards or, or, or flights. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Just like that. It, it, it <clears throat> takes away the now. If there's a job and Daniel's, um, you know, I'll show this feature next week, which is maps. And on maps, you can jump on the map and installer can, and he can put 
he can throw his name in the bucket on just about any project, even if he is not hammer rated matched, but it will show the company, hey, Daniel has shown uh, interest in this job, but he does not meet the hammer rate. And it's, it lets me know, but maybe it's because, you know, Daniel's uh, just hasn't received the, um, the uh, standard training for that. But then I look at his profile and I see that, you know, he's really highly hammer rated in other products. Uh, but he also, whoever he's been working for, um, has given him, he's got 60% kudo rating or 70% kudo rating. And it's in professionalism and exceptional quality. Well, shit, maybe I just, maybe he's worth a shot, you know? Cool thing is I can chat with Daniel before I even award him the job and say, hey, man, I seen you. Yeah, I seen you replied to this job. Uh, Got a question for you. You know, you don't have the right hammer rating. Tell me more about yourself. You got great kudos, so you must be doing something right, you know, and you can have a conversation with them before you award the job to to whoever. So the chat is before awardal and then after it is a project, you know, you have that feature. Now, obviously, pre-chat or pre-award chat, uh, that goes away once the job's awarded. Because once you've, your deal's all in writing, once you've already awarded, um, it's um, kind of unnecessary to have all that. So the it uh, we don't clog the chat post-award. So once you have an installer, uh, trade partner on a job, you can chat with them and it, it's not muddled up with the previous um chatting so if that makes sense i that hope i explained it correctly makes sense, yeah okay i think that's important in that original chat uh pre uh, uh the project being awarded is anything important is it transferred over to the the final product uh as far as the work order or uh yeah itself yeah another cool thing you know like once you one of the guys, uh, once you get on maps, and I uh, I need to save this, especially since we're already over time here, but stick with us, guys. Um, cool thing with an installer's side of, side of the thing is once Go Carreras companies, uh, you know, say there's 200 companies on the application, like you could be on vacation in Florida and decide to pick up a two-day project, go make a couple, two or three grand if you wanted to. Uh, I do know that we've had this happen where a guy um, was out of town working on a job in Oklahoma and another company published a job in, uh, and he was in Tulsa on the west side of Tulsa, and this was the east side of Oklahoma City. And he was able, his, his main job got pushed two days he jumped on maps, found this job that was about an hour and 15 minutes away, went and accepted that project, did this project, made like 2200 bucks in a day doing this project, and then went back to his other job. So he filled all his time. He got paid. It's kind of, it's a really cool feature as more work gets put on the maps and more companies publish their work to the maps. It's just more opportunity for installers to really look at the work and and make decisions. It it wasn't a total waste. It was just filling his schedule up because the things got pushed. Yeah. 
I mean, we yeah, all to with that. He was going to drive back home or spend a couple of nights with no pay uh, at, at for his hotel and his yeah. time. You know what I mean? Like, and just sit on his thing. Maybe go check out the Tulsa. I mean, go to Brick. No, Brick Town's in Oklahoma City. Want to go to the beach for a week and hang out? You'd look for work that's out there. Go find some work. Enjoy yourself for a little bit. Come back. Yeah, home. I I would love someday. The three of us got to hit the road once Go Careers like really got a lot of work. We got to hit the road and like go up to like a, a national park and pick up work on the way and just do some little jobs on the way up there. Pay for like a one day project here, yeah. one day project there. Yeah, maybe it's one day here, a couple of days here, but we just work our way up over the course of a couple of weeks and we get to have all the fun you could possibly have, but also pay for the trip by doing some smaller work orders on the way and when we the, get enough work orders on right. i'm renting i'm renting the rv and you guys are going with me let's do it I mean, how fun would that be hey we'll I make it big enough where you can bring your kids too we'll stop at some oh, baseball hey what, what if we stop at wrigley like field you ruin it for me like that my kids are extra Bro, what if we went to and caught a, a game at Wrigley Field and did a little job? I mean, that, how cool would that be? Actually, I, I, they would they would probably work if if, if it was uh, they were able to. So yeah, uh, the crazy thing is, like when I was in the Bahamas, um, Jerry Miller was in the Bahamas too, doing a CFI cert, and I was like, man, if only I knew about this. But it was a it wasn't a published one; it was a for a, a private company. Oh, gotcha. He was there doing a training. Yeah, he got hit by a car. He told me about. Yeah, that. he he said that he just stayed in his hotel room the entire time. He he went from his the training to back to his room. He said I, I didn't want any part of anything going on over there. And then you have <laughs> you have me and the kids in a running a van for the whole week, driving everywhere. Hey, Rollin, would we'll take it easy. Thanks for uh watching. He he said that so he's he's going home to see the wife. So see you, Rollin. There's a lot of questions and scenarios that I have, but I think it's more based from the installer perspective. So I didn't want to ruin it by asking. I mean, that. honestly, this is probably going to be more than a, just a two-part series. We're yeah. going to we're going to have to do a few of them. Maybe we'll do uh, next week installers, and then if we can get um, Ashlyn, who schedules all of our podcasts and then gets it published to Floor Covering Weekly, to adjust one more week, and we'll do this complete overview. Even if it's not, you know consecutive where we'll do this one the next one and then maybe give it a few weeks or something or hit it next month where it's like let's get some traction behind it yeah. so so yeah so if you guys what if if who anybody in the audience if you watch this podcast and you'd like like even even more information on it just comment somewhere let us know uh, hit us up on Facebook or comment on YouTube. Hey, would like to see uh, a deeper dive on X, Y, or Z, and we'll we'll do it. I mean, just like the feature, we're probably going to add because of what Daniel said. <laughs> uh, there's a couple more too, but that that's well, we yeah, I know. That's why you guys are awesome, man. As you bring up these great ideas, but it, hey, look at the end of the day. You, it's about trying to make uh, companies and installers work together more efficiently, better, more understanding, thus producing better projects, better in results for our clients. And at the end of the day, that's what we all want. 
I said this early on, I don't think in, there's very few installers in the world that want to do a bad job. They don't want to. They're just ill-equipped and they're get they and they need they need to work. And so they may tell you or tell a store, um, whether it's a retail or a commercial contractor like us or like you guys, that you know, maybe they can do a little more than what their experience or their education supports. And all we want to do is make sure there's a good match there as Go Carrera and hopefully be able to give our clients and, and, um, and, um, oh, let me shut that down. Uh, give our clients, give end users and national account uh, companies the confidence that they have the right people on their project. And that's what we all want, I think. So that we're just trying to create, we've created the platform to allow that to happen. Higher probability of success uh, for everyone involved. That That's really what it amounts to. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. You can't take all the variables away. We're all human, but yeah. we can make things better. And look, at the end of the day, we've been doing business the same way for so long and this and different technologies have come out and I got to applaud you guys because you you guys are um, have went further. You're far ahead of me of where I was on technology by the time frame of your company. Uh, I know Daniel loves it and you guys have done some awesome things over there with I'm the way you work out, outside of Go Career even. It's really cool when if maybe that's my other ploy to companies, make sure you're embracing technology and innovation and you're trying to improve upon your systems and utilize. Technology isn't going anywhere. No. And I, I'll leave it with this. You know, you can, you can buy a wife or <laughs> date somebody, uh, order food, get it to your house. Like you can, you can do almost everything just on a on an application on your phone and many of us do that you know i got to do it my wife was on vacation with her and she does this annual girls trip i was uh home alone with the kids for three days Boy, we were door dashing fools <laughs> i don't i didn't cook it's one small. meal i door dashed everything Gave us and uh or steak yeah yeah why not why not labor so it's it's about time that skilled labor got on the same situation where you know you get on DoorDash, you get to look at the uh quality of the food or you get on uber you know that the guy's done ten thousand rides and his average hit rating is 4.9 yeah. or 5 or whatever and you can make an intelligent decision on whether or not you want that guy to ride you know and now on uber it's like if they're under a 4.7 you start to wonder that metric is hard. Have you ever seen a one one star Uber driver? No, I've no. never seen even a two star or three star. They're all like high fours. So I don't know. They may need to like get some separation in there somewhere. Because <laughs> I've been in a few that should maybe not have five stars. <laughs> just saying. They're, they're they're reviewing themselves. Yeah, that's possible. You just, you just you, was it you clear your cash and then you go back and do it again? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, well, guys, uh, we're a little over. That was fun. I hope you guys, uh, oh, yeah. and I appreciate the questions back and forth. We didn't have a lot of 
like live participation. Uh, if you guys, anybody in the audience or who consumes this later on YouTube or, you know, one of the um, platforms, you know, type in the question, uh, type in concern, ask anything. Um, yeah. If you have an idea, throw it out there, man. We are, you know, we're small enough and nimble enough, but the team, our development team is the best. And like, I'm not just saying that the application's a world-class application and the team behind it, it they, these guys are geniuses. I'm just the nerd that sits on screen and tells you about Go Carrera. The, the guys that actually built it, they are fantastic. And we are ready to mobilize and, and move things to try to better fit what installers want to see and need to see and what companies want to see and need to see. And so your feedback is not only, um, I mean, it's appreciated, past wanted, it's appreciated. So yeah, please let us know what you're thinking. Yeah, and reach out. If you if anybody local is watching and you want to reach out to Daniel or I here, then yeah, 100% just give us a call. You know where to find us. Yeah, I mean, there, there's already been a few people that have reached out to me, just asking me questions like, hey, I know that you're in with Go Career, like, what what is what is going on with them? How do you feel? And it's like, man, like, and I always tell them, you know, start out from the beginning. Like, it always seems like someone is trying to sell you something, and it's like they're not even selling you something. They're just trying to help you out. They're trying to help the industry. So I I did I did my very best not to go into the conversation on how we met and how we kept seeing each other. We'll get into that next good. week when we start yeah, talking know, about I installers because I want to talk about like some of that stuff, Daniel, that you just mentioned, like. That's a lot of installers say that kind of thing. Like what, well, I mean the very, uh, maybe I'll leave it with this. The very worst thing that could happen is you get on the application, you fill out your profile, you get a hammer rating, you get tied into the knowledge base and, and understand how you can increase your hammer rating, but there's no work orders in your area. And so you wasted say a half hour, but you do have a third party now that has verified everything you said that you can use as a sales tool. When you go talk to a homeowner or to another commercial client, you can be like, well, look at this, right? It's not just what you say. You got some backing then. So that's like the worst thing that can happen. Right. Yeah. So, all right, guys, man, I fully am appreciate this i had a great time it's always yeah. fun to to wrap with you guys and uh, nice change of pace i don't know who who thought of this was that you that said hey we ought to just do a deep dive in a good career was that you uh jose or yeah whoever it was we, it might have been ashlyn we we've it might have been ashlyn we've talked about it because i had something else kind of on the board and then it was like it's that came up and i was man. like we talked around it so much that it's time to talk about it, right? Like, yeah, it's just time. To I talk agree. About it. Oh, hey, I keep saying I'm gonna leave you with this, but guess I, I publicly, um, anybody on here download the Blocks app. It's B L O X. It's the Blocks. It's a entrepreneurial challenge, uh, live in challenge, and Go Career is going to be featured on that. So I'll be going and shooting the show that's what it looks like right there oh, no, and um yeah it's an entrepreneurial show the the owner of it or the ceo of it is a guy that's been in on like mtv's the challenge um 
but he's also a venture capital and that's really what he is. He does uh, reality TV as an actor and he's been doing it for 20 years and uh, he's, he's pretty well known Wes. And uh, so, yeah, Goker is going to be featured on, on the blocks. So we'll see how we do uh, shoot in July. So that's what I got. You guys have been awesome. I appreciate you guys so much and uh, it's been fun. So I need to fly up and see you guys because you've come down here. It's time for me to get up there and hang out with you for a few here, days. It's still cold up here. Let's yeah, just it, it, was, down there. it was snowing for the past couple of days still. Oh, damn. Okay, oh. wind's a good wind, – wind, wind's the – Like, you, you got know. like two days in May that aren't <laughs> cold and aren't super hot. It's a crapshoot at this point. All right. Well, we'll keep an eye on the forecast and get some stuff planned in the very, very near future. I'm, I'm definitely wanting to come out days. and hang out. What's that? Went from 80 to 30 degrees in like two or three days. We kind of do that too this time of year, but then we do have a really decent, you know, two and a half, three months of pretty, pretty nice. And, but man, sometimes it gets, I'm rambling now. Sometimes it gets into the triple digits and it sucks. So, all right. I'm going to leave you with that. All right. We'll see you guys. Thanks.